All right. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. This is a new podcast that Oscar and I are starting. He's behind the scenes, and I'm in front of the mic slash camera. We're going to talk about our two cents on life. Maybe called Two Cents Podcast, maybe something else. We don't actually know yet. Uh, so we have a very special guest today who I may or may not have forced into doing this podcast, and her name is Justine. Oh. Would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Caitlin's sister. Mm-hmm. Younger. Younger sister. sister by, what, four years? Yes. And we are roommates. We live together in the same house, and it is fun. <laughs> We have a lot of good stories. It's actually my boyfriend, my sister, and my sister's best friend all sharing a roof. So uh, how could it get any better? How, than that? You know what? People give me crap all the time, but really, it's it's one heck of a time. And I still have bad roommate stories, so it's fine. <laughs> so we started. We we uh, we decided that we'd start out easy today, and I'm gonna interview my little sister, and we're gonna just talk about life and uh, see what's going on here. See. We, what what pandemic life has brought you? Oh, God. <laughs> so how's it been? Eh, rough. Yeah. 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 How? Eh. Why? It's boring. It's boring. It's really boring. So give us a little background. So I, oh, I guess I'll give background. My podcast partner Oscar and I both work together at a grocery store. We've been at the same job. Gosh, we probably worked there together probably two three years. I'm guessing. Two years. I stand corrected. <laughs> I've worked there for almost three. He came in a little bit later. And we both, uh, you know, we're bagging groceries together and chilling out and decided that we like our job, but we want something more and we didn't really know what it was. So this is it. he was like, let's start a podcast. And I said, okay, like, let's do it. I'll interview people if you know how to do everything else behind the scenes because I don't. <laughs> and uh, after... Six, no, maybe six months, maybe a little less. I'm talking about it. Here we are sitting at my kitchen table with my sister. So props to us for finally actually doing it after talking about it. All right. So yeah, Justine. So how, how has the past couple months been treating you? You, uh, you had a job. Yeah. And then obviously everything closed. Everything. So how, how did that work? I was kind of excited at first when it closed because I thought it, <laughs> I work. remember my manager texting me being like, okay, like hopefully it'll only be for two weeks and then like two weeks passed and then another two weeks passed and the next thing you know, like two months passed after that and we're still not open. So kind of took a turn for the worst. It was exciting <laughs> in the beginning. We're like, woo, a break from work. And now it's just like annoying. Like bored. <laughs> sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> But luckily, you and your best friend both don't have yeah. work, so at least so, you can hang out together. It's always interesting around the house. Oh, yes, it is. And you're, tell you we get something. all the cleaning done, so. Yeah, I get to come home to a clean house and occasionally pasta. <laughs> oh, yeah. Props to Mandy. Sure, shout out to Mandy. That works. So how do you feel not working for so long, though? Do you like it, or is it really bugging you? Um, a little bit of both. Yeah. In the beginning, I was like, okay, this is nice, because I was working so much that it's like, fun to get a little, a little break. break and it happened right after vacation too so it was like <gasps> the vacation continued you did but in Vegas. then more and more time passed you never go back to work and then like I like working so it's hard because yeah. I sucks waking up and have nothing to do with your day but now I've gotten so used to <laughs> not working that it's probably going to be weirder to go back to work than it is to just not have work to not work what do you yeah. do like what's a typical day look like 
wake up at like 10 30 mm-hmm. probably yeah. maybe clean around the house or so i could lay out in the you can sun. Tan. i know what tan. you do <laughs> i'm here um half the time yeah drink with mandy <laughs> There's really nothing to do. Like, it's a big day if we leave the house. That's true. But you're doing good because you're not supposed to be leaving the house, right? Yeah. So technically, you know, you're doing something nice. I go to work. I come home. You know, the whole big thing. You hang out with your cats. Oh, yeah. We Always recently um, adopted. Took uh, in. Took in. Took How do you say that? Another cat? Another cat. Just happened. So explain. You already have one. Yeah, I, I had two, and one of them passed away. But I always said I won't go out of my way to get another one. But if one came my way, I wouldn't like turn it away. And then one of my coworkers, other coworker at his other job, um, had a cat that they were moving, so that they needed to find a home for. So we took her in. Because why not? We yeah. definitely need another cat. Oh um, yeah. Disclaimer. You can never have too many cats. I'm allergic to cats. So Justine was like, "Yeah, let's just get another cat. It's fine." It's I asked fine. you before. Yeah, I know it was fine. We already had two. Choose my max. Yeah. Your max is probably a lot like more than that. How, like literally, <laughs> how many cats would you have? You'd have eight oh, cats. Depends on how big my house is. <laughs> in this place, maybe like four. Four cats, yeah. one room. How many litter boxes do you need for like four two, cats? Probably, oh I don't know. I'd get another one. If I... Would you, if you were that rich, would you have a cat room? Oh like, yeah. Would you just totally. have like what is it, tubes to cat room, dog fly? room? Oh, dog room. Oh yeah. Oh, love them both. Whole nine yards. You can never have too many pets. <laughs> so, Velma and da- Velma and Daisy. Daisy. Good correction on that one. Old are your two cats? To used to have Daphne, named after Scooby Doo. Velma's quite social. Very. She's a little troublemaker, that one. Oh, yes. She's very mischievous. And Daisy is literally the opposite, as far as I know. She's a homebody. Home being underneath my bed. Yeah. It's kind of felt like we haven't had a cat, a second cat for me. I've never touched this cat. Until like 10 p.m. hits and she likes to come out. It's wild. So do you. It's the same kind of thing. Pretty alike. Do they get along? Yeah, they play, they fight, they chase each other around. Kind of. So they're they're okay with with each other. As far as I've seen. As far as <laughs> we're gonna keep them. I'm still waiting on Daisy to come out from underneath the bed so I could just like touch. No, her. you have to be out of your room at like 10 p.m. though, which you yeah, never it's are. Not gonna happen. Usually I'm going to bed. You know, back from work. Same old, same old. Good stuff. You don't have any crazy stories about your cat? Cats, plural. What kind? Velma's done. That's been crazy. Oh, Velma's new thing she loves to do is opening doors. Oh, yes. She likes to mimic humans. And she'll grab on because we have, like, the pull-down door handles. So she likes to copy us. And during the middle of the night, a lot of times at, like, 4 or 5 in the morning, she'll try to open my closet door. And I literally wake up to just the jiggling of the door handle. Yeah. And it's so annoying. And she successfully has oh, done yeah, it, Oh, yeah, she right? opens like it all the time. Yeah, I have to put a video. chair in front of the door handle just to get her to stop opening it. Smart freaking cat. Yeah, yeah, she's genius. I know, because at 6 in the morning the other day, I got up, and I heard this jiggle on the handle, and I was like, someone's in the house! And I realized it's just Velma trying to open our door. Even if I go in to take a shower for two minutes, she'll open it up while I'm in there. This cat's got a little bit of separation anxiety, I'm pretty sure. A little bit. <sighs> Does that hurt, hurt you in your dating life a little bit, when you have to leave your cats? I'm sure it would. I feel a little guilty, but... You feel guilty leaving your cats to go on a date? A little bit. Have you done that before? 
not a date, but <laughs> I'd love for the night. <laughs> How does your cast feel? No, I don't. You don't know? I'm sure fine. I leave the light on for them. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to have fun. It doesn't matter. I'm going to like five Oh, that still works during a pandemic? Mm. How's Tinder? How's Tinder during pandemic life, Justine? You haven't really talked to me too much about that. You're I've moved on to Hinge. Oh, what's the difference? Hinge is more for dating. And Tinder's Tinder. not. So you want to date? Yeah. So Hinge, how, how does that work? Um, you get to know more about the person that you're, mm. like, matching with and stuff. You have, like, where they're from, their age. Um, they have, like, captions that they pick through on their photos, so you get to, like, know their personality a little bit. Oh, fancy. Yeah. yeah. I feel wow. like you just... It's, like, the app designed to delete or something like that. Oh, because you're going to find your soulmate yeah. and, you're a, and then you're not going to need anymore? Yeah. What's the difference between that and Bumble? Is there? Bumble's girls make their first move, and I'm not big on that. Why are you like, in the I that? like being equally, like, I like to equally be able to make the first move. So you match with someone, and then either one of you can message and be like, hey, what's up? What's well, yeah, you? you can see who liked you, and the person that you like can see who liked them. So, like, the boys and girls can both, you like each other, and then mm. you get to, like, approve the like, kind of. Oh and you gosh. approve a message to be sent from them. I've been out of the dating game so, for too long. This is very confusing. That one's my favorite so far. <laughs> so do you have any successes? Not on those apps. Uh, <laughs> what, what's your success? I don't know. Tinder? Uh, I met some pretty good people on Tinder. Okay, okay. I mean, you can share what you want to share. I'm not going to let you. I mean, it's always best in person, but yeah. the pandemic kind of ruined that. Yeah, how, so you can't really date now? Like, what does it look like when you find someone who's like, hmm, cute, cutie? Snapchat and get takeout? Like, is that what you do? Have you done really that? that you can do. You can literally just go get takeout. Come to my house and stay six feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that never works. <laughs> oh, I know you too well, and I know it doesn't. This is, now it's really funny. All the secrets are coming out. Does that include alcohol? Like, how does this... What do you mean? You drink on your hinge dates, Tinder dates? You drink before you go on Tinder to message people? To, like, oh yeah, help I, you out it's a always bit. more successful when I drink and go on. Like, I'll swipe way more people when I've been drinking. <laughs> but when I meet up with them, we usually drink together. Mm, okay. Just okay. loosen up, you know? Mm -hmm. Get a little. Well, how do you think you did this podcast? Justine or I may or may not have a couple of alcoholic seltzers that we cannot mention right now because, you know. But next episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to be on again? Is this that well, good? Well, that's alcohol episode. tasting. Oh, we do. We want to do an alcohol tasting, which honestly would, would be really fun. So how, how, like, okay, this is a good question. Percentage-wise of the pandemic, right? We've been out for, like, three months when did it start? March, it's April, March. May, June, July. Okay, maybe four months. Wow. Yeah. That's sad. How, how, if you could pick a percentage of time that you've been drunk during this oh pandemic, God. what do you think it would be? <laughs> Mandy's over here laughing. She's like, oh, it's high. At least 50. I was going to say, is it over 50? Oh, yeah. Because, like, literally, Mandy and I will be cleaning the house, and we'll, like, take a shot after every milestone. We'll be like, yay, the bathroom's milestone. done. Like, take a shot. Ooh, we cleaned the toilet. Take a shot. How do you successfully <laughs> clean after drinking? No, we do better. I mean, I honestly, I can't complain because the house has looked really, really yeah. good. Disclaimer. Oh, yeah. We, we forgot to. So, I am still working. Justine and Mandy aren't still working. So... 
I can't drink all the time, obviously, because I have to go to work and be responsible and have a, you know, not be drunk on the job. But Justine does great. Makes it better. It just makes it better. And what? Oh, I can't ask you your drink of choice because, well, you like hard seltzers or shots. You like shots. What's better? Well, the kamikazes. Oh, we have learned. Yes, we have learned in this what past couple months. Kamikazes. Vegas did us dirty with kamikazes. I've taken a few kamikaze shots, and they're very good. Well, yeah, my mind started on my birthday, and then when we went to a bar and someone thought my mom was hot, and they convinced him to buy all the people we were with shots, so he bought everyone we were with kamikazes. Our mom is hot. Shout out, Mom. Hi, Mom. (laughs) If you actually listen. Oh, we should tell her we're doing this. She'll listen to you. She'll be so proud. We love you, too. Yeah, and our other sister works at a bar, so it's very yeah. convenient. So, basically, we're just bred to drink alcohol. Yeah. This is what we're saying. We're very, I'm very classy, but... Like, kamikaze shots. What are the... What's the other one that you took? The cactus cooler. That what is that, tequila? Good. I don't even know. <laughs> she doesn't care. She just That was, the, like, literally the night after I turned 21 oh when God. we went out for the first time ever. What's the story on that one? Did you come back and throw up in a few places, as I recall? Oh, yeah. Our whole... Mm. The, like, walkway up to our apartment is just lined with bushes and plants. And I threw up in, like, three of those bushes. Just the whole walkway up to our house. I threw up in, like, every single bush. We're getting real classy here, folks. Yeah, the Welcome. second I closed Welcome the, the door, Mandy here. drove me home that time because she wasn't 21 yet. But She's the second I closed her car door i was throwing up in the plants outside of her car and there were like cars driving by and she's like justine like let's go inside (laughs) come on why did you drink so much oh my gosh yeah i do um i think i remember that story what okay so what are your like top three drinking stories appropriately enough for you to for you to Uh, tell me obviously you don't have to tell me that one's one of them Mm, okay um Ooh. Tough for you. Do yeah. you have any? Wow, just How do I pick top three? I mean, just ones that really stick. Wow. We can edit this part out with me thinking. Uh. Well, because which ones are appropriate? Awkward silence. I mean, they don't have to be appropriate. Are all of them inappropriate? A good amount of them are. Well, throwing up in the planters, that was like, that was a funny one. It was a good one. Didn't you throw up on the side of your car, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that, and you don't. At the same place that I drank too much the first time to throw up in the plants, I went back a second time. I literally had maybe two, like, two or three vodka cranberries. I don't know what they put in them, but I threw up out the side of my car. Like, I Mm, rolled down the window, and I threw up out the window because someone else was driving. And Mandy was in the backseat on the same side that I was, and it literally splashed up the side of her window. Nobody's eating or drinking right now. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. And you're just just living your best life right now. Yeah, but no, to self, next time you throw up on your car, clean it up right after because it just gets harder and harder to clean. Yes. It was not pretty. No. Also, she's a white car. Yeah. Mm, why did I say and that? And vodka cranberries, not white. So you're just <laughs> just drawing out the the fun stuff until responsibility hits. Yes. Which is dental you're going to school in August, August, September, August, the end of August. So you're going to hygiene school. Yes. Congratulations, by Thank the way. Thank you. I heard it's very hard to get into. One out of twenty. I don't know anything about teeth. That's why I just, I'm here with Justine. So how did you get into that? Duh. Beats me. Really, you don't know? I'm like, you just 
Well, how did I get how selected? Did you get into the whole, like, how did you want to become a dental hygienist? Oh, well, it's a crazy story, actually. Oh, well, tell me more. That's why we're here. <laughs> so when I was 12 years old, I remember going to sleep one night. I woke up the next morning, and I was like, wow, I had the weirdest dream last night. I was going to school to become a dental hygienist. And then I researched it, and I was like, that had to have been a sign. So I went for it. Oh. And then... Like, junior year, senior year rolls around. I researched more into it. I became a dental assistant. I started working in the offices. And while I was working in the office, I was just like, wow. You this is what I meant it. to be doing. Like, it kind of hit me. I was like, I couldn't picture myself doing anything else. I just really like teeth. Yeah. That's really funny and how... Sometimes I'll literally be working... When I was assist- an assistant, I would we would be doing a filling on a patient. I would just feel so overwhelmed with joy. I would just want to cry. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cute because Justine has literally the most passion for her job. Like, I wish I had something that I was passionate about as she's passionate about dental dental industry teeth yeah about however dental hygiene i'm like, so excited i wish i knew 100 percent a career i wanted to do like you just know and you've yeah. always known and it's so cool that i know i'm so thankful like for it. you just have never second guessed yourself and then you went for it. even you were in high school didn't you do yeah something I, when RP? i was 17 Is i got this? certified to like work in the office so you do you did the class and then you... There was half, what is ROP? Yeah, it was half, um, like, book work and getting certified in x-rays and stuff like that. And then <laughs> internship the second half of the year. So I interned at an office for, oh, like, six right, months. I remember that. And then got a job through there. As a dental assistant. Mm-hmm. So then after a dental assistant, what do you do next? You, I was just a certified dental assistant, so you can go further in that area and become a registered dental assistant. RDH? Mm-hmm. RDA. Oh, RDA. Oh, RDA. you're going to be RDA. I wanted to go oh, another gosh. step. Yes. <laughs> there's also the RDAEF. Like, oh, there's a lot of different a lot of letters. But I wanted to be the hygienist because I like the independence of it. Okay. And not a full-on dentist, because that's yeah, a lot of work. No, I thought about that for a little while, but once oh, I worked with them, I was yeah, like, no. nope. Yeah, your experience at your, no your dental office was uh, interesting. Interesting. You learned a lot, though. No, oh, you yeah. did two... How many places did you work? How many two. dental... You did two different dental offices, and you learned how to do x-rays, because oh, yeah. I remember I was a patient... That was in school, though. I yes, I went down to. And that was on film. I'm better now because digital. (laughs) She knows that it was a traumatizing experience for a couple people. Terrible. Your poor teacher. No, poor your poor patient. Yeah, poor me. My teacher would yell at me. She was so mean to me. Yeah, but she taught me well. Yeah, you did, and now you're really good. And I just remember sitting in that chair, and you were like, Caitlin, do not, do not choke, Mm -hmm. don't. Don't, just let me do this. Like, hold your head yeah, straight. Yeah, you're like, just listen to me. And, and I'm, you know, okay, okay. the last office I worked for, the dentist would always say, Justine, you take the best x-rays. Mm, like, oops. oh, I'm sending you in the room. You take the best x-rays. <laughs> All because of me and my mouth bleeding during that whole <laughs> I'm such a good sister. I know. Oh, god. And gosh. this is how I'm paying you back. Yeah, by doing a podcast. Here we are. Sitting at the kitchen table. Talking about life. Oh, my gosh. What's your crazy dental story? Are you allowed to say anything, like, about... Oh. Like, do you have, like, a gross experience, or... Well, I have a gross one, and then, like, a crazy... Okay, I'll take them both. Like, I don't know if I've heard these before. Um, so I remember this one time. So people would come in, like, that hadn't been a dentist in years. Ooh. And this one time, this person was complaining about a tooth, 
and like it hurting or something like that and then the dentist was looking at it and we we're figuring out what we should do and I just remember him being like oh your tooth is literally turned to mush and he like <laughs> uses the tool wipes the tooth and just wipes it on the tray like the tooth literally turned it, to like, mush crumbled yeah how did he like, take it, it was out of so his mouth decayed like, how did it that it was just who mush I don't know if I want that visual. That's why it's Do you not so have a tooth important. anymore after that? No, like, you gotta they get just, it removed. What, do they scoop it out of your mouth? I guess so. Like, you have to get it removed and stuff like that. Ooh. Because sometimes you can save it if it's decayed with, like, a filling or a um, crown. But Brush your teeth, folks. PSA. And then there's always the patients that... They tell you their whole life story. Oh. Including cheating husbands, like <laughs> awful kids. Like, oh. you have to be a therapist also. Dental hygienist. Yeah. That's how I feel at the checkout counter sometimes when people tell me their life. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just scanning your tea right now. I don't know how I'm supposed to help you with your life. Like, Oh, yeah. It used to happen at my old job, yeah. too. What, at, oh, at your old, um, like before, before pandemic pre-pandemic job. job. Not at the Retail service. Yeah. We'll just call it. I guess technically we're all People just always service. love telling me that their husbands are leaving them. E, yeah. So. Hot, that's a, that's, that's a always fun to yeah. deal with. And in your mind, you're like, I have not paid enough for this. Yeah. Like, therapists get paid a lot wage. of money. I'm literally here just giving you food and <laughs> you're telling me your life problems and you're like... Oh, that's terrible. That's, I'm so sorry your husband left you. I don't know what to say. No, and before the holidays. Oh, oh so is sorry. that what happened? Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, what do you respond? Like, yeah, oh, this is the first oh. Christmas without my husband. Oh, this is the first Christmas since my mm. husband left my son and I. I'm like, I was literally yeah, like, like say? 16 or 17. Yeah, I'm just like, like, oh my gosh, I'm using this job to pay for my car. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell this you. This wasn't in the handbook. This wasn't in the handbook. They didn't teach me how to respond to these kind of situations like that. I don't know. Yeah. Or, um, like how, like, why are you telling, why do you yeah. trust me with this information? A person. I'm a stranger. You've never met me I'm before. I'm just supposed to make you a meal. And you're telling me your life story? Your total is 1274. <laughs> <laughs> sorry your husband left you, but I don't know what to do about that. I'm really sorry for being insensitive, but also, like, have a nice day. And please leave a tip. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get tipped, really, so I can't really say that. I'll be like, oh, here's some flowers for free. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, we're allowed to do that. Oh, I don't do that very often, though, because I'm not really an emotional person. Not to get too deep with anything. Mm-hmm. I have emotions. I just don't show them. And, like, I feel like when I go into work, it's like work brain 100%. Like, but look, I'm not there to be nice. I mean, I am there to be nice. Say, but, yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, I remember the day it was, like, years ago. Like, years, years, years ago. When... My boyfriend and I broke up, and I went to Chipotle that night, and my friend and I that we were with, we were like, should we get chips? No, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, do you want chips? And we were, like, arguing back and forth on whether we should get chips or not, and the worker was like, here's a bag of chips just on on the (laughs) house. Just take Like, just take this bag of chips. And I wanted to cry. I was so happy. It made my whole day. (laughs) Meanwhile, the worker's probably like, okay. And she's like, why are you crying at the checkout stand? (laughs) Like... You were that girl that was like, oh no. But you know what? It does make a lot of it. it oh yeah. It, does. it made my day. I kind of like having that power. Yeah. Like I'll be like, oh, you know what? Just take it. Because I can go often. to the back and just, I should. I don't because I'm not mean at work. I don't want to no, talk I about didn't work. even know it that just, was possible. Well, for us, do. it depends. I feel like it probably depends on where you work because mm-hmm. we can just 
like write something off oh, so you yeah. have it and then you you just like scan it basically yeah. like it was broken or mm. dropped to the floor or whatever and then we're like okay let's take it accounted for like it's not gonna mess up whatever it is inventory, inventory. see that whole we're so smart we love our retail jobs <laughs> that's basically it what we want to say um but not forever you're yeah. not gonna be a retail person no. forever you're gonna be cleaning my teeth in four in years two years in two hopefully. years that's gonna be weird yeah. You better be nice to me. I'm in the oh, chat. I will be. No, you I'm better kidding. be nice to me because I'm going to look like crazy during school. Like, I know. because of the live pandemic, we have school. to wear like. Do you have to wear like full, what is it, PPE? Yeah, we have I to wear full PPE. About that. And then on top of it, we have to wear face shields. Okay. Hair nets. Ooh, sexy. And the program I'm in, they like they said that we don't need to do this, but they're, they're going above and beyond to make sure everyone's staying safe. She said, um, the presidents of the program said, like, everyone's staying sh- safe. She wants all our families to be okay and, oh, like, no one to cute. be affected. They got machines that they literally go, like, next to the patient, and it's, like, another suction. So if anything what? flies out, it just flies into the machine. So it's just sucking air, like, next to your face yeah oh so like body fluids don't uh-huh. get on so wow. we're extra so that's prepared. for your protection and like the patients and stuff and everything. you already have the little suction thing that goes oh in. yeah wow that's cool they went above and beyond i thought like, you were gonna... we have to wear hair nets that's gonna be so and cute everything. and your scrubs oh yeah, oh, yeah. and your whatever like, else lab coats you have to have shoes that you can wipe off you're gonna be like sanitization queen yeah. after all that you kind of already were yeah. I was like not a germaphobe at all, and then Justine took micro. Was it microbiology? microbiology. And you were like, "I'm a germ freak now." Okay, oh, like, we yeah. can't do that. You need There's to have sanitizer. Microbiology basically told me another pandemic was coming, and I was like, "That'll never happen." Like we're in, we're in 2020. 2020. Here we are. Yeah. And then here we are. And like, oh shoot, microbiology was right. Yeah, I remember watching the documentary, being like, "Oh, this is so scary," but that'll never happen. Yeah. And then a year later, it happened. Oof, here we are. And then a year Less later, year, we're six, six months, months into a. Yeah, because 2020, it's July. We mm-hmm. obviously we live together. We went to we went to Mexico for your birthday for your mm-hmm. 21st. Yeah. You got flipped upside down by a nice guy at Papa's and Beer. Shout that out! Was funny. I wish we could link that video because Justine was into it. And then we got home, and then everything was okay. Well. Semi okay in our area. Yeah, in our area. Then we went to Vegas for Mandy's birthday. In also twenty one. Everybody turned. No wonder why we're drinking so much alcohol. Yeah. You guys, disclaimer: we're not around. actually alcoholics. We just had two very important twenty first birthdays this year. So, you know, when you're twenty one, you, gotta do you what just you, gotta do. you just got to drink. And when you can't go out to the bar, obviously because it's closed, you got to make do with what just you got and home. just drink at home, which you we're do doing. frequently. But we got home from Vegas. Then everything closed, everything like, literally that weekend, I think. Like, that, we got home Sunday. It was Sunday. while we were driving home. Yeah, and on Monday, they They're said like, oh, all casinos. casinos are closed. So, we really did a big, I feel, we packed 2020 with as much as we could. Without even knowing. we couldn't yeah. anymore. <laughs> and that was, yeah, and here, here we are, what, six months later? Yeah. Sitting in a kitchen recording a podcast. Yeah. Drink up, buttercup. Everything is still closed. Everything's still, everything is still closed. And we're, you know what? It's not that bad. Hmm. We may need to wrap it up because I have no idea how long we've been going for, and it's kind of tripping me out, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Has anyone told you anything? Like, well, what about just something I've been doing for like the past year? Yeah, life like, motto, whatever it is. So I realize, like, 
when things aren't going your way and stuff, that's what happens when I figure this out. Every night, or at least, like, a couple nights of the week, before bed, I like to go to bed thinking about what I'm thankful for and all the good things I have in my life. Gratitude. And I realize it's made me just overall, like, a happier person and more thankful for what I have, and you don't focus so much on the bad things. Right, you focus mm-hmm. on the good things, and then you keep seeing more good things. Yeah. I like that. And the good outweigh the bad. That's so true. That's what we need. I like to think about that before bed. Aw. That's, that's my true sense. We're ending on a positive <laughs> note. You're so good at this. I love it. See, it's not that hard. We're both a little bit nervous. We have a lot of equipment in our living room right now, but I think it ended really well. We're going to see what happens. Well, thank you for being here. Well, thank you. I know you have a very busy schedule. Oh, yeah. During this <laughs> pandemic. Pandemic. Getting into working. my tanning time. <laughs> that's right. So, no, who can be on the podcast? Oh, Justine. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Tomorrow? Perfect. Sounds good. I love it. Well, this has been fun. So, yeah. cheers. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being three three drinks deep with me already. Oh, Just kidding. Yeah. Your three drinks sound like one and a half. I'm up there. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you... Uh, 